listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, there's still, uh, you know, a couple kids out there, high school kids that, that we're trying to recruit. Uh, we got a couple of spots left, so we want to use them the right way. You know, I, I suspect there'll be some more kids available, too, uh, after signing day, uh, either in the transfer portal. We're trying to look ahead, too, and, and normally uh, junior colleges, Greg, have had their seasons already, and a lot of those are kids are getting recruited. Well, most of those schools are playing in the spring, and there's not a lot of schools with many spots left so we'll, we'll keep our eye out for the best available and um, we got a couple spots in our pocket to, to try to pick a couple people up that can help the team and we're back here on the Husker Line show final segment Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus talking recruiting as you heard Scott Frost say Nate just two spots left we think we think one's being held for Avante Dickerson and um, we'll see kind of where that all goes uh, with him and his recruitment but I, I think Nebraska the later it goes um, continues to sit in a good spot with him but then that wild card 25th spot what do you do with it um and i think scott frost hinted that you've got to be light on your toes because you don't know what that needs going to be it might be a quarterback here in about a week or two it might be um a pass rusher um but uh, it might be a junior college guy that emerges in the spring um it might be a transfer guy that emerges in the spring but the bottom line is um it will be interesting to see because everyone's going to be in the same boat as Nebraska. They're not going to have a lot of spots to use, and you got to be smart with how you use it down the stretch. Yeah, you have to be really smart with how you use it, and um, and you have to be able to act fast, too, because anytime there's going to be – you know, if there's a big name that goes in the portal or uh, or somebody that is, that is kind of sticking out like a sore thumb, I mean, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going after that particular player. Or, you know, you mentioned the junior college um, season that, that's coming up this spring, and, and we talked about it last week. I mean, if there's somebody that is just having one heck of a season um, you know, and that's really standing out, I think there's there's going to be a lot of teams that, that try to pounce on that player if they have a spot available. So, it, I mean, it would be nice if Nebraska kind of had one in their back pocket to use uh, if that were the case. But, you know, as we know with junior college players, there's a lot of things, a lot of other factors that still have to align, uh, most notably academics and whatnot, uh, for that for that to happen but um, I mean there's so many different ways they could go it's just I mean it's uh, I think it's all going to be kind of you know it's going to be determined by what their biggest need is and, and who may or may not be available it'll be interesting too, Nate even with the FCS ranks I mean there's a lot of grumblings out there that their their seasons are going to get canceled and you know the the staging of a spring season might just be that it was just kind of a, a mirage to keep kids there um, and in all reality, they're not going to be able to manage the COVID and the testing at that level very well. Uh, Division two obviously was not able to play. Um, but if that were to happen with FCS, there could be a lot of dis- disgruntled FCS players that that look to jump ship, too. Yeah. And good players. I mean, I we think, already saw that with Nebraska yeah, getting two of them. Exactly. And I mean, there are there are very good players at that level, um, you know, and, you know, a lot of times they're just kind of late bloomers or, or kids that, that really fell through the cracks that uh, probably should be playing up at the, you know, the uh, power five level or whatever but uh, for whatever reason they they you know they they had to go the fcs route so uh, i mean if that happens there's going to be a ton of players available but um you know like again i think the bottom line is there's there's going to be a lot more players to be had this year than maybe ever before and so um you know how how you choose to use that spot uh, or or when you choose to use it could uh could be very important yeah over the last week uh, we've already seen montana Montana State and Portland State opt out of their full Big Sky Spring schedules 
and they'll potentially play, and I say potentially, a modified non-conference schedule, uh, citing some of the reasons were the freezing temperatures and just the other obstacles of getting a team ready to play in January in Montana and these places. And it makes sense why Samori Torrey got out of there. He clearly had some intel um, what was going on that he didn't trust the game plan of playing a spring season. Well, and for a guy like that who's got a lot riding on the next level, I mean, he had to try and make the best decision for himself. And, um, you know, could he have been a draft pick this year? Yeah, yeah, he could have been. Uh, But, you know, could he even improve his stock even further, you know, if he picked the right situation to go to at at the Power 5 level? Absolutely. And so I think he, you know, he had to make, uh, you know, the the best decision for himself. And he obviously did have some sort of intel on on what was going to happen there at at, uh, at that level and so I mean good for Nebraska uh, at least right now we think that I mean it looks like they got a pretty good player um, you know out of the out of the transfer portal you're listening here to the Husker online show as we talk recruiting Nate and the transfer portal continues to really be the recruiting story of January Tennessee parts ways with our good buddy Jeremy Pruitt (laughs) (laughs) but in the meantime they've had 15 vol players go on the portal and I think that's a pretty good indicator. If you have a sudden coaching change now that's really going to be dramatic and, you know, players maybe aren't committed to your school for the right reasons, um, you know, this is what's going to happen everywhere. I mean, even if you do these things after signing day, et cetera, when you make a change, transfer portal stuff is just going to blow up like we're seeing at Tennessee right now. Yeah. Well, and, and in this particular situation, I think that. Uh, a lot of these guys know that the NCAA is going to be coming down pretty hard on on the Vols here, and uh, you know and that probably means reduced scholarships, um, you know, bowl bans, and and so on and so forth. And so I think a lot of these guys kind of see the writing on the wall, and and maybe they don't want to go through another coaching change. They don't want to uh, potentially have any you know any bowl games taken away, or or you know maybe they maybe they know they might be on the chopping block if the scholarships get reduced. So uh, I mean, it doesn't come as a huge surprised to me that we've seen a mass exodus of Tennessee players kind of hit the portal and um, you know and, and I'm sure there's a fair amount of those players that are going to have uh, some pretty good traction in the portal. The Nebraska, I mean Nebraska any of those names that hit the portal do you reckon I mean they're big name four-star guys yeah did Nebraska really recruit very many of those guys? I mean yeah they, they offered a handful of those guys I wouldn't necessarily say any of the names you know are guys that Nebraska had a lot of traction with at one point in time but you know sometimes you you never really know. I mean, sometimes when you circle back around, you know, if you if you had, um, you know, if a kid that entered the portal remembers, you know, let's say you're, um, you know, Greg Austin, you know, if if a kid in the portal remembered talking with Greg Austin a couple times and. Um, now he's available once again. If if Greg Austin reached back out, you know that that might be a whole nother level of interest now than it was when he was coming out of high school. So, um, but yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say any of those guys are are players that Nebraska had a lot of traction with out Ten- of high school. Tennessee, it reminds me of Nebraska in some respects. I mean, just the tradition, the high expectations, despite having maybe not the the best recruiting in-state territory. And Tennessee's a decent state. It's better than Nebraska. But what intrigues me about that job is it borders eight states. Uh, Mm -hmm. You you can get a lot of – I mean, they border Mississippi, Alabama, Missouri. Um, They're 20 miles from the Illinois border. So you you can get a lot of people to Tennessee. um, But for whatever reason, it reminds me of Nebraska in the sense they've always had a hard time – recently getting everybody on the same page there for that job yeah they, they I mean they had a they had a run there where they were really really good and then 
um, kind of things fell off and they've been in this cycle now where they're just kind of going through coaches every every three or four years it seems like and um, you know and, and that's a rabid fan base that has high expectations that's uh, you know there's a lot of former players that are involved there at uh, Tennessee and um, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of similarities there between that program and Nebraska. Well, lots to keep tabs on here with the transfer portal, roster movement, basketball news. Make sure you are logged on to HuskerOnline.com as we will keep you up to date with the latest. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.